0: Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who's the head of our life. We give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Senior of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom. We truly thank and praise God for what God is doing for us and the people of God today. Uh, We just want to jump on the broadcast today. Uh, because we have a very, very busy schedule today, but we did not want to miss sharing, uh, our second addition to our, our topic number four of the six risks to discipleship. We're under the pillar number four, as we talk about holiness, this is our part, um, two going into part three of holiness, and then we'll be going to the fruit of the spirit. Um, if the Lord's will on Wednesday or later on today, if we can get back to it, but we want to share with the people of God, um, a word uh, that God has given us for this hour. Um, let us continue to remain prayerful one for another, continue to pray uh, for me and my family, pray for uh, Sister Newsom, continue to pray for our pastor and first lady, um, continue to pray for all the bishop pastors, are presider assistant presider all of the district elders and their families special prayer for district elder turner and lady turner pray for them that the lord continue to touch their bodies and strengthen them uh and pray that god will continue to bless them uh let us continue to pray one for another as we uh journey down through this year uh there's a lot of things transferring um as we journey throughout this year already and so we want to continue uh, to just pray one for another. Uh, we want to, uh, start out with prayer and then we're going to get into our topic real briefly here cause we want to, uh, time is of the essence. So we're going to get right into the word of the Lord today, but we want to let the people of God know that we love you and stay prayerful. And, uh, remember to consecrate along with us on this week, uh, continue to consecrate along with us as we, Uh, embark upon some uh, uh, new things and uh, continue to uh, uh, be directed uh, in the path that God will direct us to go in as we continue to work in ministry and my focus and my aim is souls it's not uh, anything else I want people to be saved uh, truly saved uh, above all other, you know, critiques and, you know, judgments and opinions. Uh, when we get down to the final analysis, uh, our desires that you would, uh, truly be saved and that you would, uh, uh, be prepared for the coming of the Lord. And that's, uh, the hope of the saints. And so, uh, that's, uh, That's my particular uh, spin on everything, is that when it all is said and done, uh, we want to make sure that you're saved. And the only way that uh, uh, we can really uh, deal with that point of view of being saved is we must be holy, praise God. And we can't be holy without the Holy Ghost. And so that's a whole nother topic. But we're going to go into... Uh, prayer as we pray one for another, continue to pray for all of our mothers, all of our deacons, uh, pray for all of our evangelist missionaries and the ministerial body, as well as the body of Christ uh, as it relates to uh, people everywhere. And let us continue uh, to uh, come together and lift up the Lord. And I want to say this as my sidebar and we're going to go into prayer. And if you still have prayer requests, uh, we will uh, honor those requests. All right. But uh, yesterday uh, in our praise and worship service, uh, the Lord came in and blessed the service. And it was a mighty move of God, and it was somewhat bittersweet because it kind of uh, took me back in reflection of how um, uh, how the Spirit moved in the church, you know, uh, former days. And we were just glad about the presence of the Lord being present with us one more time, and I was, I feel very privileged and honored to be just in the service and to be able to have the presence of the Lord rain down on us because, uh, sometimes, and, and I'm not saying our church or anybody else particular church, but I'm just saying sometimes there is, uh, there is, uh, uh, hindrances, there's things that causes, you know, uh, you know, uh, the service, not the flow. And uh, I just say yesterday, everything was hitting on all cylinders. And uh, when I say hitting on all cylinders, uh, that's the old Southern expression. Uh, that means everything was revved up and it was a very explosive service. And I just thank and praise God that the Holy Ghost moved and uh, we felt refreshing. You know, people, when you see people coming to repentance, you see people crying out seeking God calling on God for the Holy Ghost and getting down the business and uh, one of the biggest things that I saw was there was a residue <clears> that was a residue of uh, the anointing even after the service had dismissed uh, the service was still flowing and this is the kind of this is the kind of service that I'm used to being in and I'm not used to those dry services. You know, people leave and they they came in dry and they leave dry. And I'm not saying that you have to sweat and get wet and all that. But I'm saying, you know, if you're going to put you all in, you might well put you all in. Praise God. And I just believe in uh, going all in uh, as it relates to the body of Christ and as it relates to Jesus Christ. If we're going to go in, let's go all in so we can get something from God. So we can deal with some of these uh, real issues that saints and people of God are facing. Because when you leave church, uh, the battle has just begun. All right. And so we want to uh, be praying for the body of Christ, that we all grow strong in the Lord. Let us go before strong, eternal God, our Savior. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we give your name the glory honor, and the praise. Thank you, God, for blessing, oh God, my family. Thank you for touching Sister Newsom. And that's, oh God, you continue to heal, send deliverance in the name of Jesus. Continue to bless, God. Touch, oh God, our pastor and first lady. Continue to bless them. Heal them, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, move in a mighty way, God, as you did on this Sunday, oh God. Oh God, bless, oh God, the saints of God, the people of God. Honor our repentance, God. Forgive us of any and every sin in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, honor the requests of those on YouTube and Facebook and social media. God, as we pray right now, touch them right now in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and praise in the name of Jesus, God. We ask you to bless in a special way, God. Oh God, look on our presider and system presider. Bless, oh God. Hallelujah. Our viewers and subscribers on today. And Lord, touch us where we, oh God, heal us where we hurt and strengthen us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We pray, God, for all of our bishops and pastors and all of the saints and those, oh God, that view the broadcast, that you will bless them in the name of Jesus. And even those, God, the newcomers and the new viewers and subscribers that are coming on, we ask you will bless them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, God, you would touch in a special way in the name of Jesus. Direct us in your word, Lord God that we would, oh God, encourage your people, God, and that the body of Christ will be edified. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory. We give you the honor and the praise, and we thank you for deliverance. We thank you for healing. We thank you for breakthrough. We decree and declare it, and it is so. In the matchless name of Jesus. Look on District Elder Turner. Look on Lady Turner, God, continue to bless, continue to touch, continue to heal, God. Lord, as we continue to pray and intercede for all the people of God, Look on going District Ella Johnson and Lady Johnson. Bless them, God. Oh, God, and all of the District Ellers throughout, oh, God, our organization. We pray thy blessing right now in the blessed name of Jesus. We give you all the glory and the praise. We thank you for a great deliverance coming our way. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So we're going to be brief today. Uh, we're going to jump right in and uh give uh you words of exhortation as we go to first Corinthians chapter six and uh let's <clears throat> uh we'll just take a look at uh verse number fifteen <clears throat> let's go to first Corinthians six and fifteen. we want to give you a little insight a little overview about the Corinthian church we you know apostle paul wrote uh a lot of the epistles as it relates uh to uh the Corinthians Ephesians Hebrews uh the Thessalonians quite a few books that he wrote Timothy uh quite a quite a few epistles uh, apostle paul kind of uh wrote in the new testament and uh reason why i say this uh paul was kind of intertwined to quite a few of those uh books because some books he wrote uh twice and some of the largest books paul wrote to were the corinthians and you probably if you're a theologian and you study and you are uh you know uh, a bible scholar Most people know that Corinthians was uh, one of the largest books that uh, Apostle Paul wrote, and he wrote two of them. And I emphasize that to a degree to say uh, not that uh, they uh, needed more uh, word or more encouragement. But they were new converts. (laughs) They were new converts, and they needed. I even have my phone on silent. But when you get these silver uh, uh, alerts and uh, these special alerts, they affect your phone. But as it relates to Apostle Paul, he wrote these large books. I'm going back to my point. He wrote these large letters and books to the Church of Corinthian. He wrote two of them because they were new converts, and they had. The most biggest struggle with carnality uh, they had prostitution going on they had a lot of worldly division and things that were happening among them and we're not gonna get into all the gory details but if you study it, you'll understand that they had prostitutes and they were doing everything uh, but being a child of God and Paul had to strengthen them and encourage them and teach them about Christ. And the way he did it was he did it through the letters, uh, reminding them that they were no longer walking after the flesh, okay? So he kind of encouraged them and let them know that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And so those things that they Grapple with and wrestle with before they were born again. They no longer had to grapple with those things if they would strive to walk in the spirit and walk in obedience to God's word. And so here we are in First Corinthians chapter six, verse number fifteen, and I'm going to explain it to you. He says here, "Know ye not that your bodies?" are the members of christ so we have to look at when we talk about church you are the church praise god Mm -hmm. you know we we a lot of times say well the church needs to do this the church needs to do that then you need to you need to dig a little bit deeper in your wallet because you are the church praise god I'm, i'm just gonna come at it straight today i don't have no time to sugarcoat it and put no you know these these gum drops here don't have no sugar on them. Praise God, hmm? they just straight gum drops. And so, as old Southern expression, you know, you got the plain gum drops, and then you got the ones with sugar on. But these don't have no sugar on. And I'm coming at you straight, letting you know that we are the church. So we so quick to say the church need to do this, the church need to do that. You know, the church has limited resources, and because the church has limited resources. And we are uh, members of Christ. We're one body, but many members. So you being a member of it, come on, help us. You know, come on, donate. Come on, sow. <clears throat> you know, you may not be able to spearhead the vision, but you might have the money to pipe it. Praise God. And so put your money on the table and help us get some work done over here. Praise the Lord. It's time out. You know, these bigger ministries, they put the they put it down at you. They put it down where you're at and they say, hey, we need money to make this thing roll. And so we're not saying we just uh need your prayers and and need all these uh spiritual in the windows, but it takes finances to run ministry. And so we are just gonna put it where it is. If you're really serious about uh <clears throat> knowing that this is holiness. And our bodies are the members of Christ. You know, that means everything we have belong to God. Hmm? And he says here to the Corinthians, I'm going to another point, but I just want to throw that in. That's a free one there. I want to throw that one in, even though that one didn't fit. But he says here, know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. He says, shall I then take the members uh, of Christ and make them members of an herald? He asked them a question. He was teaching them about sexual sins and about prostitution, praise God. Shall I take the members of Christ and make them a herald? God forbid. He said, No, ye not. He said, Ye that which is joined to an herald is one body. Mm -hmm. For two said, He shall be one flesh. I'm sorry. He says, let me read this again. He says, uh, what know ye not? He that is joined to a herald is one body for two said, he shall be one flesh, right? But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. He gives them a contrast here. Hmm? Letting them know now that we're born again, and been born of the Spirit, and been born of an incorruptible seed, now we're joined to God. Just like on the natural side, if we join up with an herald, then we're one with that herald, praise God. Hmm? And now when we've been born again and been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit that comes from the Lord Jesus, we're one with Him as well. All right? So he gives this contrast. And he says to them, flee fornication. Hmm? Every sin that a man do without the body. Hmm? But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. Hmm? Fornication goes deeper hmm? than some of us uh, talk about. Fornication goes a lot deeper, but we're not going to uh, really get into that. We really want to talk about What we're talking about is holiness. And so we know fornication has no connection to holiness. It's connected to sin. All right. He says, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? This is where I want to land in 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. He says, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. He's teaching them, letting them know you have the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God is in you. Mm? And he was letting them know that their bodies belong to God. Mm? He says, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. And in your spirit which are God's so it's very important that we look at when Paul talked to these Christians and I want to uh, touch something here uh, Paul let them know that uh, God created man and woman and the essential ingredient uh, Uh, between the man and woman is for God to bring them together and they have relationship, all right? But sexual sin means sex outside of marriage, hmm? And so let's, let's put this down on the table for a minute. You know, people label and claim themselves to be Christians, but they're having sex outside of marriage. God forbids that. Hmm? And you can go to Hebrews 13 and 4 and read it for yourself. It said, marriage is honorable and all in the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. So here we are saying that we are holy and we're created in the very image of God. But do we reflect his image in our behavior, in our character, in our everyday walk of life? It's one thing to talk good game and it's another thing to walk the walk and so we must look at this in our churches in our ministries in our families Mm -hmm. if you're having sex outside of marriage i'm going to lay this out for you you are in sin praise the lord let me look at the camera for you if you are having sex outside of marriage you are in sin Praise the Lord. Ain't no way to justify it. And this is why we must preach and teach the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, so people can walk in the beauty of holiness. Holiness is a beautiful thing when we embrace it. Praise the Lord. It becomes much more difficult when you fight it. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Holiness is right. Hmm. It's very important that we understand sex outside of marriage, a marriage relationship. This is why God wants commitment, because when we have sex outside of marriage, we can hurt somebody. Praise the Lord. Somebody gonna end up being hurt. Praise the Lord. Hmm? If you're not fully committed and dedicated, hmm? because when you decide you tired and move on. That person that you left is going to be hurt. But when you're in the marriage, you're committed. And, and the commitment must be necessary for the relationship to work. And this is why a marital relationship is so important. And we got so much divorce going on in church, praise God, hmm? that it's become a disease. Hmm? And it's made God sick. Mm? You know, and it's a thing, it's in It's in Revelation. It's something that the church has gotten so lukewarm that it made God vomit. Mm? Look in Revelation, and we have gotten so lukewarm, we're about to cause God to vomit because we're accepting and we're adapting to things that's not holy. Praise the Lord. Hmm? and we must stand on the principles of holiness. Look at this. Because oh glory be to God. This affects uh people's lives. And it's very important. Paul was letting them know, they body belong to God. Mm-hmm. We said we're holy, then your body belong to God. Some people said, well, uh, you know, uh the preacher, you know, the preacher or the pastor or the minister or the man of God, you know, they don't have nothing to say about it. this is my body. I do what I want to do with my body. If you are having all oh, glory be God. Mm, if you having sex outside of marriage. If you have an abortion. Mm, if you're doing all the things that God detest. Then you got to examine if you're holy, praise the Lord. And it's not me, I'm just dealing with the word of God. And so we must make sure that we examine our actions, not just our words, but we must examine our actions. Let's take a look. Many people hmm, say they have the right to do whatever they want with their body, it's my body. hmm? And that is true in 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 a statement uh to a certain degree that is true but when we say we belong to god we have given all our rights up over to him praise the lord i know we gotta take we gotta really take a look at what submission and obedience have to deal with Hmm? look at this sometimes we're enslaved by our own desires And that was a saying back in the 70s, if it feel good to you, do it. Mm? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't ascribe to that. Mm? Because everything that feels good ain't good for you. Praise the Lord. Mm? Everything that might be feel good to you may not be good for you. But let's take a look here. We should no longer. Mm? uh uh. uh we no longer have our own bodies once we become born again into christ our whole body double h-o-l-l-y we belong to god holistically why because that was a blood purchase let me i don't want to go too far i got to get out of here because i got to go that was a blood purchase and if we say that we are God's property, then he owns the deed to the property. Oh, I don't get to get out of here. I got to go. Huh? If you holding the deed, then you not a child of God. But if God holds the deed, then you belong to him. And therefore, oh, glory be to God. You can glorify him in your body, in your spirit, because you belong to him. Now, let's take a look. I need to go somewhere. Trying to get out of here. We've been bought with a price. It re- refers to a statement when a slave is sold, when a slave is put on auction, hmm, he's sold to another master. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I know a lot of y'all know that all too well. When, when, the, when the slave is on the auction block, he's sold to another master, all oh, glory be to God. And before we all oh, glory be to God, we wasn't fit to live, we wasn't fit to die, and the enemy, all oh, glory be to God, mm. had us enslaved and nobody else thought we were worth purchasing, all oh, glory be to God. But the Lord says, lo I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, oh God. Mm? And I thank and praise God that God, hmm, who is rich in mercy, hmm, but God who is rich in mercy, hmm, purchased us. All oh, glory be to God. He made the purchase. Hmm, even when, 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 all oh, glory be to God. It looked like a worthless situation. Hmm? Nobody else could pay the price. Hmm? And I give God the glory because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. And so God had to make the purchase because nobody else had clean enough blood hmm, to wash our sins away. hmm? And I want to thank God and give him glory because he was able to pay the price. hmm? And the ultimate sacrifice was not only giving his life, but the blood, all oh, glory be to God, that gives me strength, glory, from day to day, it never loses its power. And I want to thank God for the blood today. huh? I want to thank him for his blood covering me. All oh, glory be to God. I want to thank him for his blood covering my family. When the enemy seek out to try to destroy, the blood still works. Praise God. And I'm so happy, I'm so glad, and I know the devil is mad because God, his blood still yet covers. And I'm glad about it. And we're here today because of his blood. And this is why without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. We can't even be holy and sanctified without the blood and the spirit, huh? Oh, glory be to God. And we certainly need the water. Now let's take a look here because your body belongs to God. Let me talk about these holy principles. You must not violate Hmm? his standard. Notice now his standard for living. Second Timothy two and 19 says, nevertheless, I'm getting out of here. Now, these are my final scripture. Nevertheless, the foundation of God. Stand assured. Hmm? He says it here in 2 Timothy 2 and 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God stand assured. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And he says, Let every man or let everyone which man, a woman, boy, a child, let everyone that name it, the name of Christ, depart from iniquity. You talking about being holy, you got to get away from sin, mm? You got to get away from evil, oh, glory be to God, evil talking folk, mm? I ain't never seen more sanctified folk in my life stay around, you know, evil folk talking crazy and, oh, let me get out of here, mm? talking worldly hmm? but when you want to talk about some spiritual talk about some scripture they don't want to talk about that hmm? look at this but they'll talk to you all day long about somebody but they will not talk about the word of god hmm? carnal but he says nevertheless the foundation of god stand sure, having this seal hmm? The Lord knoweth them that are his. God know if you belong to him or not. Hmm? You can profess, but you don't possess the power. Because he said you shall know them by their fruits, shall you know them. Hmm? You ain't got no fruit saying that you belong to God, because your fruit will testify that you are of God. Hmm? Oh, We are of God, little children, huh? because we are overcome. By the word of our testimony, the blood of the lamb, huh? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Look at this. He says here, the foundation of God stands sure. It stands sure having this seal. What seal? Hmm. The Holy ghost is the seal. Hmm. And any time we break the seal of the Holy Ghost, huh? Oh, glory be to God! He said, "Having this seal, are you sealed? Hmm? Because when something's sealed, the devil can't even put no fly in your milk. Let me get out of here. Hmm? We used to can." Oh, glory be to God. We used to can, my mom and them used to can, because when it's sealed, can't nothing get in it. (laughs) Let me get out of here. I got to go. And it's preserved. Are you preserved by the Holy Ghost? Oh, glory be to God. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ Depart from iniquity. Do you have the seal? You have the seal of the Holy Ghost. I want to get one more scripture here. I need to read a little bit more down here, but I want to get St. John 10 and 14 real quick. He said, I'm the good shepherd, and my sheep, and am known of mine. Don't you know God, know who you are? And the devil do too. And Acts chapter 19, the seven sons of Sceva. Huh? The devil even knew who they was. Hmm? The devil know who you belong to and God do too. But I want to get somewhere where we deal with holiness. He says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep. I just wanted to go there, 10 and 14. God know his sheep. Mm? And in these last days, there's a lot of wolves in sheep clothing. Mm? Let me tell you why. Because of holiness. Holiness is a separating line. Mm? Anytime you got somebody criticizing holiness, they are not from God. Because the God we serve is holy. Look at this. There's no way we should be criticizing holy if we said we're a child of God. There's no way we should criticize holiness. Hmm? And now we got folk now saying it don't take all that. Well, I like to bring this point of view. God know them that are His. So either you holy or unholy. And Revelation, he said, he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He that is unholy, let him be unholy still. (laughs) I got to get out of here. Huh? In Hebrews 12 and 14 said, follow peace with all men and holiness without to which no man shall see the Lord. I got to let you go. I got to get out of here. But let me say something here. I'm closing with this. Second Timothy 2 and 19. I'm at 20. He says, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver but also of wood and of earth and some to honor and some to dishonor look at this there's some to honor and there's some to dishonor but he says here if a man therefore purge himself from these what does purge mean Hmm? it means to cleanse huh It means to sanctify. It means to consecrate. So why we have problems with these words? If we're talking about we holy and we are God's children. Hmm? Why do we have problems with these words? Hmm? You claim to be a child of God. (laughs) Let me get out of here. I got to go. He says here, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, Hmm? but also... Of wood and of earth, and some the honor and some the dishonor. Hmm. That's not the biggest problem, but if a man will purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. So if you purge yourself, all oh, glory be to God. Hmm. From these, he says in uh, Corinthians seven and one. Therefore, having these precious promises, dearly beloved. Therefore, having these precious problems, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit. Your spirit got to be clean. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? You got a dirty spirit if you are thinking evil about somebody. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. But I'm going to tell you something. Daniel had an excellent spirit. Hmm? It proved out Daniel had an excellent spirit. You know why? Oh, glory be to God. Because God was in there. Hmm? And any time God is in there, oh, glory be to God. The devil can't stay there at the same time. Let me get out of here. So no man can serve two masters. Which one you serve? Mm? But look at this. He says he shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified. Oh, glory be to God. Mm? I like that word sanctified. Mm? I'm sanctified and I'm glad about it. Mm? There was a time I wasn't sanctified. And now that God has sanctified me, oh, glory be God. Let me say this. I'm going to say this whole Southern expression here. There is no way that I can go into a hog pen and take the hog out the hog pen without getting mud on me. (laughs) Oh, glory be to God. I got to go. Oh, I got to get out of here. There is no way. So there must be a Separation between the church and the world oh glory be to god leviticus 10 and 10 said there must be a difference between clean and unclean holy and unholy you're not gonna tell me you're gonna go in that hog pen and that pig is in the mud and you got a white suit on and you are gonna get in that hog pen and get that pig out the hog pen and there's not gonna be any mud on that white suit what <laughs> i'm what are you saying elder Newsom? If you're hanging out with the hogs, you're gonna get mud on you. Oh, glory, let me get out of here. I got to go. We're gonna pick this back up. But if you're hanging out with the hogs, you're gonna get mud on you. If you're hanging out with folk, that's backbiting and ain't living right, it's gonna get, that that mud gonna get on you. I got to let you go. I hope you got this. Oh, glory be to God. This is why there must be a difference. Hmm? And our, our late Bishop Lavelle Tyler, he sing the song. They will never run together anymore. Sheeps on the right and goats on the left. Mm-hmm. He said they have crossed that separating line. Mm-hmm. So they ain't gonna never run together no more. Because God is gonna do the separating, not me. The word is... Of God and God Himself, which the word of God is God, it's gonna do the separating. Look at this. He says to you, therefore, man purge himself from these, shall be a vessel on honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use. And this is the part I like. This is the ultimate part that we should be looking for. And prepared unto every good work. You know, we look at the first part of the scripture, but the latter part of the scripture really culminates huh? And finalize the fulfillment of the completion of the man of God being the proper vessel under every good work. Some of us, we only are are at a certain level in the work, but it's got to be every good work. When I studied this, I looked at this. It says every good work. So the work you're doing, whatever work you're doing, it's got to be good, every aspect of your life. This is what this deals with. Every aspect of the believer's life. It's gotta be good work. Otherwise we won't hear the Lord say, well done, that good and faithful servant. So it's gotta be a good work. Look at this. We must do this. Hmm? God truth never changes. Huh? No matter how many people follow liars and hypocrites, mm, truth never changes. Mm, what are you saying, all the news? When we know and believe God truth, He will never forsake us. Mm. And so we need to be the kind of person that Christ can use for higher purpose. What are you saying, all news? People want to use us, but can God use you for a higher purpose? Hmm? People will use you and use your gift. Hmm? And when they get through with you, I got to get out of here. When they get through prostituting you and using your gift, hmm? you just another number. Hmm? Waiting in line. But when God, all glory be to God, when God uh, takes that person and receives that person and embraces that person, hmm, he never forsakes them. Hmm? He never forsakes you. And this is why, we have to know that the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Just cause you got a gift, that don't make you holy. Mm? Just cause you can play the keyboard, play the bass, or you can preach real good, that don't mean you're holy. Mm? Just because you run around church and speak in some kind of tongue, that don't mean you're holy. This is a daily action. Mm? This must be lived out and walked out. Mm? It's very important, saints. Wholeness is not just a word. It's not an opinion. Mm? It's not an act of obedience. It's a lifestyle. Mm? And if we're going to be holy, we must be holy in all manner of conversation. Mm? Are you holy in your conversation? These are the things we must deal with. But I want to let you know. Purge means to cleanse. We must purge out the old leaven that we may become a new lump. I will worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Hmm? I will honor God both inwardly and outwardly. Will you do that? Hmm? We love to do it outwardly, because the scribes and Pharisees, they did it. But inwardly, they were full of dead men bones. Do you really love God with a pure heart? Hmm? Do you fall after righteousness, faith, charity, peace? Hmm? Do you, oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Do you walk in, in repentance? Mm-hmm. Do you love the saints? Because this is what all holiness has to deal with. You got to love your enemy. You got to love everybody. Mm-hmm. Holiness is a lifestyle. And as I get out of here today, he says, let everyone that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. You're not holy till you leave sin alone. Hmm? If you still dibbing and dabbing. Hmm? And uh, sin can be a dessert. What are you saying, Al nuisance? Sin can be a dessert. You know the flesh love everything it ain't supposed to have. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And some of us, you talk to any diabetic. Hmm? When they get craving for a sweet, they know they ain't supposed to have it, but they still want it, and that's what sin is. Hmm? <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Huh? Talk to any diabetic. Hmm? They sugar can be at 200, and they got sugar craving. They, want, they still want to eat a piece of candy, and no one ain't supposed to get it. That's what sin is. Hmm? The flesh craves what it shouldn't have. I'm just trying to break it down to you. Hmm? I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsome, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Till next time, I want to say God bless you. We love you. I hope we said something to encourage you today. And uh, please uh, reach back out at us as we honor your prayer requests. We're going to offer prayer for you right now as we are led of the Lord to pray. We don't always close out with prayer, but today we're going to close out with prayer. There may be somebody out there that need prayer and need a touch from the Lord. And so we hope that the word of God has encouraged you in some type of way and that you might be strengthened in the inner man. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you once again, Lord God, for this, oh God, lesson plan. We thank you, God, for, oh God, your Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for the word holiness, which has to deal with and encompass your character, oh God. Oh God, the very image, oh God, of who you are in the name of Jesus. Bless us, God. Oh, God, that we be shaped more into your image, God, for we know, oh God, we were shaped in iniquity and in sin our mother conceived us. But Lord, since we've been born again, oh, God, of the incorruptible seed after the divine nature, oh, God, as we escape corruption, oh, God, that is in the flesh, oh, God, through lust, help us now as, oh, God, we strive to please your God and, oh, God, that we'll be that vessel unto honor sanctified in me for the master's use. We pray thy blessing now, God, upon our family and those that are sick. And oh God, each and every family that oh God is viewing this broadcast today, we pray thy blessing, oh Lord, you would touch, heal, deliver, and manifest your presence that somebody might be saved. Somebody may confess Christ, that somebody may be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost and be born again Oh, God, to walk in the newness of life. Father, we thank you. We give you glory and praise and bless us until the next time. And we'll give you the glory, honor, and the praise. And we thank you for all things in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. All right. God bless you. And uh, we love you with the love of the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson with the Faith in God, Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.